Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Now, this podcast episode is especially for you if you want to master your inner salon CEO this year. If you really want to step into your role as the salon owner, become the business owner, no longer suffering the stylist or therapist or the technician who just happens to own the business. You really want to level up this year. Um, So maybe if you have a team and you really want to grow it, but maybe you feel overwhelmed, like you want to stop winging it and really step into your own confidence this year, become profitable more than just earning that wage. And maybe you look out at others, completely smashing it in business, growing, but either, which one of these are you? Either you're doing everything you know how, and it's just not working. Maybe you're worried that your team will leave unless you really do something different, something this year. Or maybe it is growing and it is working, but there's a personal cost to you emotionally, physically, maybe even at the cost of your family. So that means that you know you need to do something different this year. You want it to be different this year. You want a clear plan, a clear pathway to success, to actually live a life of calm, no anxiety, and have massive success. Like, why not? Why can't we have our cake and eat it too? So this podcast is especially for you. Now, if we haven't met, I'm Larissa, and I coach salon owners to step out of overwhelm and stress. Those that feel stuck into business growth, lead them towards a life of freedom. Well, what is freedom? More time, more flexibility to do what you want, when you want, with whom you want. Freedom of mind, freedom of stress, freedom to actually make a change and impact your business, your team, your family, you, And profit, let's not forget about that. Like actually have and run a profitable business. Earn your worth as a business owner for the effort that we put in. Not just pay yourself a wage as a stylist or a therapist. Now, I've been doing this for over four years now after growing my own salon. Now, when I sold my business just over eight years ago now, I was working in and on my business 15 hours a week. I had a team of 30, a turnover just approaching the $2 million mark. So I enjoyed a massive business profit. Now I help salon owners do the same. I learned the hard way, actually, all of the lessons and challenges that test you as a business owner. I had all of those. And now my personal personal mission is to help salon owners minimize those challenges, shortcut success without all the heartache that I had. Now, when I first started my salon, I was 20. Like, oh my God, I was so young. My parents must have had a heart attack when I said, I want to open a salon. And well, that was mm, a lot more than 20 years ago. Let me tell you that. And it was just me and one other. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, And in fact, if I knew what I was getting myself in for, I probably wouldn't have opened (laughs) 
But after about a year in business, I realized that I was starting to fall in love with business. I was no longer, it was no longer just about the hair. All of these opportunities were opening up in front of me and it was so, so exciting. But like any change and growth uh, comes challenges. Change and growth breaks things. What used to work no longer works as you grow. And as my team grow, grew, so did my challenges. <laughs> Can you resonate? I mean, I had no uh, training as a business owner or a manager. Goodness, I was six months out of my apprenticeship. So like, what the heck? And if I knew what I was getting myself into, I definitely wouldn't have done it, honestly. So it was a good thing I didn't. But my vision of what was possible was growing daily. And I had this drive inside of me that pushed me beyond the pain, I guess. Somehow, somehow, some grit kept me going. And I had a vision of another salon, a second salon. And I was, a, I think I was addicted to the excitement of growth and opportunity. And my mission was to be one of the top five salons in New Zealand. But man, what a ride. And I guess too, I was growing up while I was growing my business. I had a lot of fails, a lot of lessons, a lot of heartache, a lot of pain, and many times feeling completely alone, completely vulnerable with my whole life, my whole life invested into this business. And I think very few people really understood that, really understood what it took and what I had invested and uh, emotionally what I had invested. So I think through sheer grit, now when I look back at it, um, that I managed to actually pull through that and come out the other side. I had two locations at one point uh, for about four years, I think, and I eventually pulled the two locations back into one to consolidate, to focus on growth. And consolidation was a big word for me. I wanted to pull all of the things together. It was like my business had grown ahead of me, without me, and I needed to pull it back and get gain back control. And of course, profit. Um, do you know, uh, looking back uh, onto that, that time, even though I was successful, it was about redefining what is successful and not the vanity of having two businesses or looking successful or people going, oh, you're so successful, but redefining what success was for me. Um, and that uh, profit and lifestyle uh, of my own was actually what was important, what was important, not what I had earlier assumed success was, but redefining it for myself. And hence freedom and profit became the priority. And in fact, each time I took another day off the floor serving clients, my business grew. It took a huge leap forward in growth, size of team, um, momentum forward. And so I was onto something here. And my mission now was to have five salons, good God. Uh, but I knew this time that I couldn't duplicate what, I, what it was and what I had until the business worked without me. Like it no longer depended upon me to hold it up, to support its challenges and its many crises. It had to be self-sufficient in a way uh, that it operated. So I could be out in front of it, leading it, leading it towards greatness, but not propping it up with sticks and propping it up with my, my heart and my hours and my, and my poor brain. <laughs> and uh, then, you know, that feeling, feeling like you're spinning multiple plates and then you have to keep them spinning, right? Because otherwise they, they crash, they break. And this is no way to lead a business or to lead a team or even to be fair to lead myself. And having a young family 
when I started my young family, it really put a newfound, my newfound CEO-ness, I guess, <laughs> it put that skill to the test yet again. And uh, lo and behold, it worked, good God. Uh, and I really did live a life that was free to invest my time where I wanted to, with who I wanted to, doing what lit me up, no longer feeling like I was on the grindstone of life or even resenting my business. I really did live a life in profit. Um, like the business really did pay me well and I had a great lifestyle, lots of choice on what I could choose to do when I wanted to do it. I really did live a life of freedom and profit. And the goal of this podcast is to share what I experienced and learned over those last 33, 36 years, I lose count now, maybe on purpose, that I've had in the industry, 20 years of salon ownership and seven years working with our industry. And of course, the last uh, four years working closely with salon owners to live a life of clarity, of calm, of freedom, of profit. So I wanna show you the critical things that you need to know to master your inner salon CEO and ultimately master the art of salon mastery so you can have a breakthrough year, not just this year, but every year and not success at the cost of your sanity, at the cost of time with your family. Like honestly, life is too short to live it overworked, underpaid, stressed and overwhelmed. So it's clear to me that the first thing to master, if you want to have any hope of making change and growing your business, is to sort yourself. So are you with me? Are you in? Shall we dive in? Before we look at the five critical things that you should be mastering to truly step into your role as salon CEO, well, as per tradition, I have created a step-by-step -step activity for you to join me and get a glimpse or a snapshot, audit yourself right now, as a salon CEO and give or take this opportunity to have new clarity on what your opportunities are this year to really level up this year in 2021. So grab the inner salon CEO snapshot. I made it for you. It's completely free and get uh, real clarity on the five things that you need to master your business, to master yourself and where you should be investing your time and your focus because you can't grow a business if you can't manage yourself, right? This kind of makes sense. Stop working like a horse and start behaving like a stallion racehorse. And it's time to reap the reward for your hard work. Um, and I do believe that you can have both, you know? Those that thrive, though, do the work. So grab the inner salon CEO snapshot activity. It's free, you can print it out and you can follow along with me and we can do this together. So I'm going to pop it on the show notes of this podcast uh, at www.salonownerscollective. You can jump over there or in my Facebook group, um, of course, my Facebook page, Instagram, DM me, and I'll send it to you. It's far too easy to get your hands on it. So my suggestion is you pause this podcast, grab it now, download it now. I'll send it to you straight away. And then let's do this. All right. Have you got it? All right, let's start with critical step number one, reconnect with your why. Now, I've really noticed that so many salon owners that I talk with and that I work with have lost their vision of why they're here. Why are you in business? Have you lost your reason why? Now, the problem is if you lose your reason for being, it becomes really hard to steer the ship. 
If you don't know why you're on this journey or where you're going, how can you steer in the right direction? Now, imagine you are the captain at the helm of her ship. I always imagine when I go through this process, I always imagine uh, one of those old fashioned sailing boats, you know, all made out of wood, the kind of one that you'd see on Captain Hook. <laughs> um, big white sails, a big wooden uh, steering wheel. I don't know, what do, you, what do you even call it on a ship? One of those things. So imagine you're the captain, you're at the helm of the ship, uh, but you've got no map and there's no destination. And so there's no purpose for going on this voyage. And so really you've got to think, well, what's the point? Are you just here on this ship to earn a wage, to bring back home? You know, was that the purpose that you hopped on the ship? Going around and around in circles, not, trying not to bump into icebergs. So with this in mind, I think we must make sure that we have a vision well, of where we are going and why it's important to get there. And if we know what our purpose is, where we're going, what we're going to do when we get there, then it's really important to share this with our stakeholders. Now, who is a stakeholder? A stakeholder is somebody who has a stake in your business. <laughs> so you are definitely a stakeholder. Maybe your family are stakeholders, not because they necessarily own a piece, but they're, their livelihood has a stake in this business. Your clients are stakeholders. Like if they don't if they don't invest in your business, they don't have a business to come to. They are stakeholders. Your team, for sure, are stakeholders in this business. And of course, your brand, your brand reputation in the marketplace. These are all things that uh, have a part to play in your business. And so if we're going to have a vision and a mission and know the why, then these people must know it. So... We want to make sure that that vision is unmistakably clear to your team. And I'm talking a clear picture of what life or what business looks like when you get there, when you get to the destination, when you get to the promised land, when you get to the island that you're sailing to, what does it look like? Now, my vision when I started doing this with my own team was a 2020 vision. And we had it, uh, it was always labeled the 2020 vision, we had it detailed out exactly what it would look like when we got to 2020. What would the business look like at that time? And I think actually, when I think about it, the hard, hardest lesson that I had when I sold my business is that, that new owners didn't adopt my vision. Like I think about it now and I think, of course they didn't. It was my vision, not theirs. They had their own vision. And I found that really hard to let go of my vision and hand over the keys, if you will, to some people that were going to take it somewhere else. But anyway, um, I really couldn't understand why they wouldn't buy into my business, you know, into my vision. They just wanted to buy the business. It's quite funny when I think about it now. I digress, but I was so sold on that vision. And then when we have a real, real clarity around what it is, doesn't matter the time frame, doesn't matter how long the, the vision is or how far away it is, but we need to have we need to put a pin in our map, right? Then we should be working on the mission together with your team on how you will get there. How will you get there? And I think when everybody is invest invested in the how, not just being told this is what we're this is where we're going and this is what we're going to do to get there, then 
growing together becomes more powerful. It makes the team stronger, more cohesive. You're more likely to have people stay for longer when there's clarity of where you're going and they can be involved in the steps to get there. So I think invest some time in your leadership skills and lead your team to your destination. A team is only as strong as its leader after all. And your team needs you to be their CEO, to work on leading the business to succeed and to grow. The fun part is that you get to define what the destination is, right? So join me, reconnect with your why. And I think get pen to paper, grab the inner salon CEO snapshot and do this activity with me. Like uh, message me in the DMs and I'll send it to you right now. Or just go to www.salonownerscollective, grab the activity, get your pen and paper. Do you know you're more more likely, uh, more than 1.4 times more likely to complete uh, a task, an action, uh, a goal if you put pen to paper. So that's my challenge to you. Pause now and go and get it if you haven't already. Now, if you're driving, okay, all right, I'll let you off. Uh, when you stop, maybe pull over, stop, message me and I'll send it to you. The key is that you take the time, invest the time to do the work. All right, critical step number two to master your inner salon CEO is to think about what you believe. If you want to master your inner salon CEO, you need to pay attention to how you talk to yourself and what you actually believe. One of the benefits of being around a little bit longer, (laughs) that's me, AKA being a little bit older, is that I realize that what I believe is just what I believe. It's not necessarily actually reality. It may be reality for me, but it might not actually be true. Of course, as we grow up, our uh, our reality uh, is your truth right? You can only see what you can only see. But it's interesting to think that we can actually choose what we believe. And to be more intentional about what we choose to believe, and not just a victim to our own beliefs and experiences. So just wrap your head around that for a moment. Have you ever heard of the saying, uh, Jim Rome famously said, that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with? So if we want to be more, do more, achieve more, have more, we have to think about who we're spending our time with and because it will affect the outcomes of our life and the beliefs of what we have for ourselves and what's even possible. So I was chatting with a salon owner recently actually in our Profitable and Successful Salon Owners Facebook group and I noticed in our conversation a belief that she had And I don't believe that her belief, what she believes is actually true. But of course it is her experience thus far in life. It is her truth, but it's not mine. So who's right and who's wrong? I believe you own your truth, right? Uh, It is your truth. And I, I can't take that away from you, but I also believe that your truth and your belief and mine can be your truth, but it also can be wrong at the same time. in in the real world. So here's my example. I'll take you through it because I hope I'm not talking in circles. (laughs) Um, All right, so we were chatting about things and uh, this is what she said to me. She said, my sadness is that in the beauty world, different for here maybe, 
I don't know anyone making money who is not serving clients on the floor. And when I left to go to the UK a few year, years ago for six weeks, I came back to no money. But here was my truth, my response. Well, my response was, maybe you haven't been around the right salons. In my hair and beauty salons that I work with, at least half of them are 100% off the floor, not serving clients or working on clients 10 hours or less and making a huge profit. Often salon owners come to me working 60 hours a week, completely burnt out. Or if they can't work 60 hours a week, for example, you have a family or other commitments, then they want to be successful anyway. And they need a leveraged business formula. That was my own truth. 15 hours a week, no clients, massively profitable business. Uh, as well as my salon, uh, salon owners collective salon mastery coach, Eloise, she also had uh, a salon and she was 100% off the floor running her business when she owned it before she worked with me as a coach. It is doable if that's what you want. Now, of course, not everybody wants that. So her belief was that in her experience, she hasn't seen a single person or in her own experience of leaving her business to be profitable and successful when they weren't serving clients. She's connected those two uh, events, what she's seen for other people and her experience of leaving and going away um, and, and feeling broke as an example, as a result. She's connected those events to, the, to a universal truth, to a reality for everybody. But what she's failed to see is a whole bunch of people who are living that truth, who are experiencing that reality. Do you know, for me, it's like saying, well, the only way that McDonald's, a McDonald's business can be successful and make money is if the owner was cooking the fries themselves. Well, when we look at it like that, we go, well, that's ridiculous because that's definitely not true. In fact, if the business owner of the McDonald's franchise uh, was busy cooking fries, who the heck would be running the business? So I want you to think about some of the things that you believe or the things that you've experienced and truly look around and really check, are they true? Or is it just my experience and my belief thus far? Maybe you haven't looked for new beliefs or new examples of what's even possible. Because here's my belief. If someone else can do it, then so can I, right? Uh, even the most famous or most successful people started with one. They started with one customer. They started with one goal. They started with $100 from their first customer. Maybe they just got a little they just got in a little bit earlier than you and just did it for a little bit longer. Maybe they had a different group of friends that showed them that they could do things a little bit differently. Maybe they went and learned how to do things a little bit differently. I think if there's anyone in the world doing something once, then I think you can do it too. I, I actually remember when I didn't believe that I can have a big successful business or be profitable or not work 60 hours a week or, 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 or all of the things, right? Because uh, they are just beliefs or experiences that I had had to date. I remember a time when I didn't believe that I could only work 15 hours a week in my business, not serve clients. Um, and if I had a family that it would be a quote unquote, a nightmare but it wasn't the case. 
So let's do this together. I want you to write down, grab your inner salon CEO snapshot, snapshot, grab the activity sheet. I want you to write down the beliefs that you actually have, but maybe you want to change. Like the beliefs that the beliefs that no longer are serving you. For example, I have to work 60 hours a week to be successful. Maybe that's not serving you anymore. Uh, here's another one. I have to do it all myself, all myself if I want it to be done properly. Staff are never as good as me. I can't find great staff. They're all crap. There's nobody available in this industry. I believe you will always find exactly what you are looking for. What it is that you believe, you will find. If you believe you can't find great staff, guess what? This will be your reality. And I do believe that you have the power to change this. Look for new evidence to reinforce new beliefs that you want to adopt that are true or that could be true for you. So how do we start? The first thing is to get a pen on paper and then write down all of the things that maybe you believe right now, but actually that you hate. And ask yourself, what do I need to do to replace this belief with something new that I want to believe in in the future? So that is the exercise for you right now. Once you've done this, share it with me. I would love to know in the DMs or in the Facebook group. The group I do love hearing these because it opens up really interesting conversations, right? And I want to help you replace your old beliefs that are holding you back in business with new possibilities. You can't move forward until you shift uh, the stuff that's blocking you. You probably intrinsically know the things that are blocking you, that are holding you back, because you just, you keep hitting them again and again. You keep hitting the same brick wall. That brick wall probably is rooted in your beliefs. So make 2021 the, the year that you install new possibilities into your life. This is the start of a brand new beginning and you get the chance to write your own ending to a new chapter. All right, critical step number three to master your inner salon CEO. I think being a CEO means self-mastery, not just your beliefs and your thoughts, and who you invest your time with, but you, how you treat yourself. You can't master your business, your team, your life, if you haven't mastered yourself. You need to be a living and breathing example of what you want your business to look like, I think. Make sure that you've got all your own ducks in a row before you expect your business to thrive and grow. Now, I know you're not perfect, no one is perfect, and I don't say this to put so much pressure upon yourself to be perfect, but I think it's a universal truth that your business will never outperform you as you grow. As you grow, so will your business. But it's all about giving things a go to your best of your ability and being prepared. Choose to spend your time on the things that really make a difference for yourself so you can show up for your business. Self-improvement, I think, is a continuous journey that we're all on all of the time, intentionally or otherwise. So try to fill your life with positive influences. And I think there are four key areas of self-mastery, four quadrants. The first, social and friends. Uh, 
I think it's important for us to have a social life outside of our work, right? A multi-dimensional word, uh, world. I didn't do this for a long time. I forgot. I remember a period of time where I forgot what other people do when they're so invested inside of their business. In fact, I've done, I've been down this road several times when I've been so invested in my salon and my social life was wrapped into my salon life. And even uh, starting this business, my life was so wrapped into this that there wasn't time for social life. And so I really had to be quite intentional on several times in my life. And everything's fine for a short period, but we do want to be intentional about making sure that our life is multi-dimensional. You're the, one of the things for me that always got me, and this was back when I had the salon, because I had a big team, is that my team will come and my team will go. You need another, another circle. You need other interests in your life social dynamics and friends to stay connected otherwise you lose them and then when your team and they come and they go you lose them too so we can't be one-dimensional and only invest time in our business it's not going to do us any good in the future so that's social and friends so the second one is health and fitness one of the one of the big mental shifts for me around food was eating to fuel my business, loading my body with goodness, not just to uh, taste, not just to replace or taste, uh, and not just eat because one, I was hungry, and two, the things that I liked to eat, but actually choosing good fuel food. That's been a game changer for me in terms of how I feel and the energy that I have for the other parts of my life. The other one is moving, walking, and exercising. Now, I know in the salon environment, we're kind of moving all of the time, but don't underestimate how being intentional about, and especially in our modern environment, being intentional about exercise, walking, movement, and having a routine around that. Because again, if we're one-dimensional and in our business, then uh, these things can fall out the window. Um, so if you're feeling in a slump, eating too much junk food, watching too much Netflix, then this is the sign that you've been waiting for to make a change in 2021, right? For to fill your life with things that move you forward, not just that keep you stuck. This is all of those things and being intentional about them, right? Uh, watching great movies that lift us up, not make you feel bad. Uh, reading books or podcasts, listen to podcasts or information that gives you new knowledge, information that lead you towards your goal, not away. Choosing food um, that makes you feel good, that fuels you or gives you energy and not takes it away. Like limiting alcohol that makes you feel good for a really short time, but actually then makes you feel shit. <laughs> like we need to be intentional about these things, health and fitness. What about family and home, your closest loved ones? Are we creating the time for the people that we care about the most? It's really easy to take our, if we're not intentional about it, to take our anger and frustrations around out on the ones that we love the most. I uh, actually, I just saved a image to my phone, you know, your, your lock screen. And it says, we have 18 summers with our children man, that one hits me hard. Like 18 summers, I've got a 14 year old. I've got four summers left before he's not even going to want 
to be near me. <laughs> He's going to be wanting to go and doing his own things. If I'm lucky to get to 18 summers. So are we creating the time to be mentally and physically around the people that we care and love the most? And when we are fueled by this and we fill our own cup with the, the love of the people that we love and care for the most, then we feel fulfilled and we can take our fill cup, fill full, <laughs> our fill and full cup and take that back into our business. So we do have to create a little bit of space for the people that we love, whether it's our children or it's our aging parents, our husbands, wives, the people that we care about. But I know that people that are striving and gunning for business often, these are the things that we forget and we lose in our attempt to and striving for success inside of our business. Now, the last one is sleep and self-care. Are you getting eight hours of sleep? Now, for me, when I'm anxious and I'm overwhelmed, I do not sleep. I wake in the middle of the night and then I'm awake for hours thinking about things. This has been uh, probably, let me think about this now. This has probably been a 15-year challenge that I have had that uh, anxiety is interrupted with my sleep. I don't know whether it's part of getting a little bit older or whether I just had more stuff to be anxious about, <laughs> especially when I had young children and trying to run a business. Uh, and it's taken me a long time to get on top of this. Um, but I finally feel like for the most part, 80% of the time, I am, have overcome this challenge and I do get a good night's sleep. And I have to tell you, it is a game changer. Game changer. When you get enough sleep and you prioritize sleep, um, then again, it's like if you are not at your best, how can you show up for everybody else? And when we're a business owner, especially in this industry, we we have to show up and care for other people. When we own the business, we have to care for our team, for our clients, for our brand. We have to do all of the things. And we come home and we care for our children, our aging parents, and we have to give to our uh, loved ones. There is a lot of output. So we have to be mindful of our input. And sleep uh, is one of those things. Do you know, the food that we eat, the sleep that we get, the love that we invest in with our family, um, these are the things that are going to allow us to show up for our business. So sleep and self-care. Uh, so sleep, yes, we've ticked that one. What about a little bit of self-care? I'm a huge believer in creating white space. If you have your best ideas in the shower or while you are driving, then you are too full. You are not creating white space inside of your life. Now, the one of the most important roles as a salon CEO is, the, is creating the space to think, to think. Like you don't have to be doing and ticking tasks all the time to be successful. Your job is to think. So we need to create the space to think. I believe you need more holidays. You need to take more holidays than you're taking right now. Like I actually do. Not to just sit on the beach and watch your children. Do that as well, please. But to think, to create the space to think and work through the problems of your business. Your, your role is to problem solve. So eight hours of sleep plenty of white space and do something that I would say is being kind to yourself, whether that's a massage once a week, once a month. Uh, I know for me, I hold my tension in my shoulders and in my neck. And actually uh, about a year ago, I fell 
and I injured my shoulder. And so for me, uh, I need to care for that shoulder because if it gets tense, then I get headaches. So creating the space to actually go and have a massage or whatever it is for you, go and have your nails or your toes done or um, whatever, whatever it is that's not inside of your business. For me, uh, I had a salon, so going doing nails and things and facials was my treat. Uh, if you have a, uh, a beauty salon, maybe it's going to the salon or whatever it is, whatever your thing is, have a hobby, do something for self-care because if you don't look after yourself, to master your inner salon CEO, you must look after yourself. And also you must do what others are not prepared to do. My, my mantra is today I will do what others won't. So tomorrow I can have what others can't. Now, I love that, right? Just I'm prepared to go the extra mile. When people look at me sideways and say, well, why do you do that? Why do you work so much? Or why do you, why, why, why? All the people that don't understand what it's like to have a business, right? That is why. I will go the extra mile today so I can have and do what others can't. Uh, remember, when all of this gets a little bit hard, like it's hard owning a business, um, I want you to think about this. How would you treat a thoroughbred racehorse? You know, like one that you would bet on to win the race. Would you feed it junk food, let it stay up late at night and work it to the bone? No, you'd feed it premium food that fuels it. You would give it lots of rest. You would also practice, practice, practice uh, and uh, train that racehorse and give it lots of rest. So think about that. Because I think actually the difference between success and average is as simple as the, as the decisions that we make, like what movie to choose, what, whether we eat the cake or whether we get up 50 minutes earlier to do the things that we need to do. These are the things that you can actually control. So these are the things that I choose to control. Now, I've created a little inner CEO life wheel. So you can see where you're thriving and where you might like to invest a little bit of focus so grab the inner salon ceo snapshot and honestly check in on yourself where you are and where you maybe you want to add a little bit of focus this year make 2021 the year that you master your inner salon ceo so you can have the life that you truly actually dreamt of okay now when we started this episode i told you i was going to share the five critical things that you should master to truly step into your role as salon ceo now we've covered three the next two are actually the most juicy and today i feel like we've talked about a lot so make sure you tune in to the next episode where i'm going to cover the final two steps make sure you grab that inner salon ceo snapshot put pen to paper if you haven't already and then come and join me in the Profitable Successful Salon Owners Facebook group and uh, let me know how you're getting on. Otherwise, I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. 
but make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.